Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Event Industry News Podcast. My name is James Dixon. I'm wishing everybody a very good morning, afternoon or evening, whenever or wherever you join us today from. And a warm welcome to our guest today. Neil Mortimer joins us today. And I'm not going to tell you what Neil does or where he's from because that is something that I think, Neil, welcome to the show, first of all. Thanks, James. Great to be here. Um, that's something that I think that you are far better placed to do because there's been some exciting news in the last couple of weeks uh, for Neil and um, some colleagues of him. Um, and Neil, over to you. Tell, tell us what's happened just in the last couple of weeks and, uh, and what, uh, what's been going on in your world. Yeah, thanks, James. Yeah, delighted um, to announce um, the other day that uh, we have launched our new agency, Future Live Today. It's been a, uh, a year in the making of uh, R&D and traveling the world and going to uh, do a full audit of, of events uh, globally to understand kind of where things are currently and, and, and what's next. What does, what does the next, the new era of events look like and how, how is this, this world of technology integrating into them? And so we've We've launched a, a, a new agency to fulfill this evolving requirement that clients have to, to build technology uh, ecosystems and, and inevitably increase the value of, of, of events for attendees and for organizers and for, cl for clients. Um, and so our, our, our new agency is, is, is looking at, at fulfilling this, this new remit. Hmm. And it's, it's, it's a very focused uh, remit. You and I were talking off air prior to hitting record on today's episode um, about what, what the agency is going to do and what Future Live is, is, has been set up to do. And as you point out, it, it, it's providing a very focused uh, offering that thus far has essentially, I suppose, been rolled into the offerings of, of other agencies, you know, uh, agencies have adopted technology, they've integrated it into what they do as a as a broader offering, but this is now something by the sounds of things that you guys are going to be doing that will specifically look at the role data integration technology plays within the design of events and how you can work with your clients to actually help them understand what they can do with it. Yes, yeah, certainly. I think that, um, you know, I think it, it obviously sort of rolled into events as if, as if it was another line item on the budget. You know, you've got AV and then you've got event technology and, um, and therefore it was in the land of, of events picked up by that, that overall executive producer that's its agency side or that in-house event client team or, or if it's event organizer, that kind of event director. And, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive beast. And obviously it, it, we believe it requires a, a dedicated um, set of, of skills and a, ded and a dedicated set of, uh, um, of, of kind of uh, objectives that, that sit around that, that are, that are far and wide reaching. And, there's a, a complex world to navigate uh, in event tech. There's a complex world to navigate in, in MarTech, in marketing technology mm. across the board. And, and um, I believe, we believe that, that, that clients, event organizers, uh, even your traditional event agencies, they, they need that support to be able to make those decisions that are going to be right instead of, instead of making decisions that seem straightforward at the time but actually aren't the best decisions from them both a financial sense but also a sense of actually you know the the, the effectiveness of what they're what they're purchasing and so you know we really sit there to help them and to educate them um, and to bring best-in-class solutions into a 
into a, an ecosystem environment that allows them to be able to not have 25 different data silos or three different data silos of one piece of technology doing one thing, but actually mm. start to bring these, these technologies together. Um, so really clients are just focused on, on their main objectives of what they want to get out of, 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 of integrating event technology. And we can get, get really stuck into helping them to pick each one of these event technologies that are best suited. If, if you don't mind, I, I want my sort of taking a, a step back, really, just to paint a really clear picture for the, the people tuning into today's podcast of, of why and how uh, and the reasons behind Future Live actually, you know, being born as an organization. You mentioned that there's been a lot of R&D. There's been a, a you know, a year long process. And, and, and I would hazard a guess that it's probably even beyond a year um, with ideas like this. But um, give us a little bit of, of your own sort of professional background and how it led to the actual launch of this, this agency as we sit here today. Um, I think that um, it's twofold, really. I think that um, clients in particular um, that we speak to are, that's in in-house teams um, you know, if you go past the, the, let's say, the big tech businesses of, the, of, the, of this world, some, a company like a, a Amazon or AWS, you look at how many people work in event technology for them. And they, they must have probably 25 people that sit in Seattle that work in there. They're, they're just purely analysts, event technologists, event technology teams. And businesses like Microsoft, IBM, they, they've also real focus on, on, on it and actually utilizing their own technology um, to, 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 to make, to make uh, this side of, of, of events work and to, put, to integrate into their wider marketing technology stack. Um, but outside of that type of business, um, event teams that sit client side are generally quite small and they are you know, there's that statistic that event planners is planning is one of the most stressful jobs in the world. And that's because your remit is already huge. Your remit is very demanding and you've got a lot of different things to have to have to get right. And to take on the responsibility of the of the of the data strategy and the event technology decision and building that tech ecosystem when you're a small team is very difficult. And so we've identified that they need, there needs to be support for those in-house teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and equally, I think that, you know, um, event, and there's, there's definitely been some examples of event agencies who have who picked up this new remit of, of, of event technology and really run with it. But on the whole, the, your traditional event producer is not a data-driven technology specialist. And therefore, they um, are learning on the job. And I think everybody can, you can say that everybody's learning on the job to a certain extent with this because it's all new. Yeah. But there's a definite requirement for this new specialist. And so we believe there's a, there's a role that sits to understand uh, the, this world in, in a deep dive it's, and, and, and advise clients uh, on not only what technologies they should use and, and, and not only how to configure those technologies and how to, how to deploy them on site to make sure that they run smoothly. All of those are very important yeah. uh, factors. But I think we've, we've, we've got to look at this entire holistic approach of what is your data-driven strategy from word go? Why are you doing this? You're not, it's not about we need an app, let's just get an app. It's like what does that app do? Why, why are you specifically bringing that to the table? Mm. And then right the way through to the analytics piece. And the, and the analy- analytics piece is not a deck that's got 25 slides on it that 
overloads clients with charts about what people have been doing on on the whole and who 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 went to what session but yeah, really yeah. goes back to that data-driven strategy goes back to those overall objectives of why you're doing the event in the first place mm. and really is critically analyzing the, the what we call the metrics that matter for the for the client at, at the end so they've got an ability to be able to build a new a new set of tools around uh, their, their face-to-face and event uh, industry event events that are actually going to um to to drive increased value um and they're going to be able to measure that and so we see that as a as a complete holistic set of 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 services that we need to assist our our end our our end clients with yeah have you do you sense a certain element of peer pressure when it comes to the clients that you've worked with where there are so many new technologies that have come to market in the last few years uh, that are available to event organizers that there's almost a, a pressure on them to, to, to deploy them because I think when well, everybody else is doing this, 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 and this, we need to get that in as well without maybe fully understanding what each thing can do for them, without fully understanding what utilizing multiple platforms may be able to deliver for them as a, as a wider opportunity. And, and this is perhaps where you guys are really going to be able to come in is to be able to actually say to them, you don't necessarily need all of it. You might only need certain elements of it. You might only need this, 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 and this. Um, I, I personally get the sense that there are some organizers out there who, who have felt almost pressured into bringing in tech when they don't really fully understand what it is. And it might not even be relevant to what they're doing. I think there's a lot of pressure um, uh, from uh, for, uh, on event teams from CMO down that says ROI. We need yeah. to know what the ROI is of this channel. It's been a black hole of ROI for, for forever long. And the, the, the CMO in, in 2019 is a digital marketer, and he is used to making decisions based on 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 results versus spend. And and he's no longer or she is no longer happy with just um, uh, putting a, a budget across to be able to to yeah we know events work we don't know why hit, hit and hope and hopefully it will come off. There's a lot of pressure for them, and technology is one of the answers to answering that ROI uh, equation. And so some event organizers, I think we see this like split, this 50-50 split where you've got 50% of the market throwing everything they can into it and getting every tool that they potentially can get. Um, And then you get another 50% who are very, very, very risk averse in doing that because it's affecting the beautiful magic of face-to-face and they feel that technology gets in the way of, of, of face-to-face engagement mm-hmm. and therefore there's a huge um, resistance across sort of 50% of the, of the, of the market to, to, to event technology as a whole and I think that, that it's a hugely uh, increasingly um, difficult um, uh, world to navigate through and, and um, they need uh, advice to make sure that they're focusing on what I always term as best-in-class event technologies. I think we've seen a, a new era of event technology companies coming through in recent years that are really understanding human-centric approaches to, to technology that sit in the hands of human beings who, you know, let's face it, are are very quick to. Um, to not not embrace something when they're in definitely in a time sensitive environment of an event 
if as soon as you pick an app up and it doesn't do what you want it to do immediately, a lot of people will just put that down. And so we believe there's an opportunity there to, to, to bring these best in class solutions to the table um, that, that are advising clients um, uh, on, on, on what best to use. And, and it's interesting you raised that point uh, because I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on um, on testing and development of new technologies because I've personally had experiences where I've utilised a platform and there are issues with it. You know, fundamentally, what they claim to offer is potentially solving a really critical problem or and and the premise of what they're offering is fantastic but it's not quite ready yet and it's not quite ready to do exactly what it needs to do without falling over occasionally and i'm curious to know what your own experiences are in terms of testing stuff you presumably will have had to have gone through loads and loads of different platforms tech providers to be able to establish what you consider to be best in class and what might not be quite ready yet for, for, for the level of which your clients are operating i think i think it's a hugely valid point i think events you know i mentioned risk averse uh, clients earlier and i think that you know we, the challenge of events are that they are one-offs or they're you know they they're, they're once a year let's say you don't get an environment like retail, for example, that says, right, we're not going to work for a week. We know that we're just going to, but in a week, we'll sort out the teething problems and we'll get it right. That yeah. world doesn't exist in events. And so therefore, um, uh, there has to be this reliability from a client um, that it works and that it's perfect because if it isn't, then that negatively affects the overall experience of a very expensive event that they're hosting. And we've seen it happen right and we've all been been at events where it hasn't worked my big thing is that we only work with technology that's built tried and tested at scale now i believe that you don't have to use it yourself to be able to know that it works because there you have to observe it working in other environments and the suppliers that you work with have got to have done a it and improved it before you do it now that means that you're not on the front end of being innovating you're not the earliest adopter of this stuff i don't believe you need to be the earliest adopter of this stuff the better place to be is to be in that early majority who who after the guinea pig phase you've then they've got ironed out any issue and you're then adopting this built tried and tested technology um into your in, into your event in, uh, to, to allow you to do it so that that's my methodology on that that doesn't mean that we're not willing to try things, but wherever we would try things that are new, we'd always have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D after that and acknowledge that this is a risk with a client. But generally speaking, I, I think that the technologies that I'm talking about that I'm most excited about are very innovative, but they have also done that guinea pig phase already. And that's when I'm interested. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, on a personal level, I'd concur with that. You know, I, 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 as I said, I've seen examples of fantastic ideas, technology with a great premise where they have identified a problem. But I understand the need sometimes with investors and people, you know, they want to get it to market as soon as possible. But bringing something to market that could then fall over or not do exactly what you said it's going to do, or that hasn't been researched properly and hasn't had event people look at it in depth to identify what they actually need from it is going to do you more damage in the long term. And, 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 you know, as an aside, any, any sort of tech providers may be listening to this, this show today, if you are working on new stuff, you know, 
get, get it tested, put it in the hands of people who organize events and say, look, just work your way through this for me, would you? Pick up any flaws, pick up any issues, come back to me and then bring it to market. Um, I, I think yeah, certainly. I think the, 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 absolute, the absolute key is, is you, it's, like, it's like a lot of products and services in this world, but it really is important that your human being who's time sensitive, who wants to have an, a piece of technology in their hand that works like their favorite app on their phone or works, works as well as, as, as their favorite piece of technology that they use in the real world. They, they, they don't have, they're not going to embrace something that has that degree of complex, complexity. And, and that's why we really focus on this human-centric uh, mm. approach to all, to all technologies in, in the face-to-face environment. And yeah, event technology, it, it, you know, it's a real tricky situation for, for, for innovators within this space because we've got an environment where people don't want to take risks, but you can't, you've got to start somewhere. And, and that's, that's the challenge, but that's the challenge that's, that's, that's definitely worth taking if you believe you've got the right, um, the right new product to bring to the market. Yeah. So, so something that I wanted to ask you, um, I suppose, is, is to ask your professional opinion of, um, is when we ask the question, how will tech impact experiences in the future and event experiences in the future? Um, mm. It occurred to me just very recently that we talk a lot about the tech that's driving the industry, the tech that the industry can use that will ultimately shape it and drive itself going forward. But there's a, a flip side to that that I hadn't really identified until recently, which is the tech that consumers are using and how consumers use technology, which ultimately drives event experiences as well. And, and I've got a specific point of reference for that that I'll put to you. Um, Samsung KX in London um, yeah, yeah, did, a big, right. did, did, did a big launch recently. One of, the, one of the sort of things that they did there was they built a vertical stage for the live yeah. entertainment that they had there. And it was yeah, built specifically because they identified people would be watching the entertainment with their phones vertically in the air like that, taking portrait video, portrait pictures for Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. And they thought, hold on, let's deliver a stage that fits perfectly into the framing that they're going to have on their phones. And that to yeah. me is an example of the, the, the reverse side of it. It's the technology that consumers are now up to speed with driving how that particular event was shaped and delivered. And um, I was curious to ask you today, you know, what your thoughts are on, on, on that and how the consumer tech will ultimately drive the sort of advice and, and, uh, and decisions that you're going to help your clients make. I mean, you know, I think that that was that was that was a that was a pretty cool event, and that that store is actually very re- retail experiential, done very well. I went down there recently, and I was very impressed with it. Um, you know, do I think they're going to redesign the pyramid stage at Glastonbury to fit an, an iPhone layout? No, but uh, it, the message around what you're getting at there is is absolutely critical. I think that 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 you know, you have to acknowledge that if you're building uh, anything that human beings are going to be interacting with, or be that an app or a piece of interactive technology or an interactive experience, or, mm. you know, I think that's one of the reasons why we've seen a lot of the VR stuff not really, because hu- not really massively resonate, because human beings, although they like putting it on to start with, it's not a natural thing for them to want to do for a long period of time. And that's a good example of any piece of technology. You have to have something that, augments an experience i won't name names of companies but you know i think there's a fantastic uh, example of, of of how this is really working by taking you know matchmaking um and and 
into into uh, from like from like the world of in, of online dating into a professional setting. Yeah, and you're you're taking that new evolved way of how people meet pe- meet people on a on a on a romantic level and taking putting that into a professional environment. So people are used to that mechanic, and then you're taking that one step further by integrating it into their calendar functionality which is pretty much how everyone's bible how they live their lives these days yeah. and integrating it into their overall schedule for um for, for for what they're doing outside of meetings you're also looking at what what sessions people are going to what else they're doing at, at an event you're taking a mechanic from the real world and you're and you're putting that into a professional setting so people can just run with it from where to go they know how that how that me- mechanism works and 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 that, that suit that suits them perfectly that's a perfect example for me of, of human centric uh, technology by taking that into in uh, taking that into the uh, event environment improving the experience because you're, you're meeting more people that you want you want to meet yeah. you're having a more seamless experience um, and and also it what it's doing off the back of that is in synchronization it's creating hugely valuable behavioral data that 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 you're not kind of forcing out of the system. You are just, it's just there because you, you've got a great piece of technology augmenting a better customer, a better human experience. And therefore, data falls out of that that you can make use of. That's the kind of example of technology that's really well suited to, the, to, the, to this in, in environment. And I believe that we're just at the beginning of that. We're just at the beginning of more examples like that, that technologies that are going to completely revolutionize face-to-face and improve it exponentially um, uh, rather than just kind of record it and just kind of like measure it and just measure what it currently is doing. We're in a position where we're going to see a a new wave of technologies coming in that improve face-to-face experience and give us new valuable deep learned data off the back of it. Sure. Going back to um, what we mentioned at the very start of today's episode, which is that the, the, the exciting launch just in, in, the, in the last couple of weeks of Future Live, this is new agency that, that you've been part of um, creating and putting together. Um, it might sound like a bit of a, an odd question, but have you been able to hit the ground running? You know, when, when you launched a couple of weeks ago, have you already got projects in there and people that you're going to be working with or are you literally starting from from ground zero i would presume you know the answer is the first one but um, tell us more about you know what the future already holds for the for a new agency yeah we're lucky that we actually had an inquiry come to us pre-launch um and uh, uh that 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 is um assisting um with the, the, the task of configuration and operation of, of event technology platforms in-house in, in, in a cli- in, on client side. Um, and um, that was fantastic because that immediately kind of, um, you know, it, it gave us some validation uh, ahead of time. That wasn't the reason we were doing it. It, just, it was just the stars aligned and we got that, got that opportunity pre. Um, and, and, and the phase that we're in now is very much looking at, at, at those conversations with clients to understand what is it that they want to solve first and foremost. It's not a case of getting everything done. It's a, it's, it's a baby steps process here. We need to put the fundamental point, points in play. And so these conversations that we're having is, is really what we're focusing on at the moment um, and, and, and working with, our, with the potential clients that we've got to be able to um, put together the, the, the right service that's going to help them out and we can be versatile we can offer in housing for staff so we can put 
those people actually working in the office of clients or we can provide that as an agency service we can provide a consultancy on on, on strategy we can provide data an analysts um, we can integrate technologies and do single point of reference in a in a proprietary open api cloud so we've got these different functionalities that we can bring and it's not one size fits all it's a it's a set of services that we can configure to suit a client's immediate need and then we can then we can build from there. So yeah, we, we've seen we've seen quite a bit of traction already, and we've got we've we've got um, we've got some exciting stuff. But it's obviously we're just launched, so we're uh, we're we're going going to have an interesting next sort of phase to see uh, how this all evolves, really. And of course, it's, it's come a, 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 an exciting time, certainly for 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 us at this end of things. Um, you know, we've got Event Tech Live coming up very very soon, um, and uh, you're going to be there speaking. You're going to be delivering a session at Event Tech Live, but also underneath that roof, given everything that you've said about what the agency is going to be doing, it's an ideal opportunity for you to come in and and, and find out about some of the new tech that's out there, meet some of those suppliers, talk to them face to face, and and do a bit of learning of your own. Yeah, I mean, you know, Event Tech Live is um, the, the uh, leading event in EMEA for event technology, and I believe that um, you're, you're the, the, the people that are there, the companies that are there, are, are, are what I'm referring to, um, best-in-class event technologies, and and um, and so yeah, it's, it's a perfect environment for us to to, to be in, um, and. Uh, to have these discussions and it's the format the format's fantastic and you know we're, we're we very much want to be a facilitator of this industry we want to bring the give clients the confidence and trust to use these best-in-class technologies to the extent of why they were built not use five percent of their capabilities use a hundred percent of their abilities and give clients the confidence to do that where it's appropriate to their to their overall objectives not use tech for tech's sake but 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 bring these bring these amazing uh, innovations to the to to, to the end client um, and and give them the confidence to use them. And um, it, I suppose one key bit of information for everybody who's uh, who's listening today, and in light of the fact that we've spoken about Future Live and its new launch, um, if people want to find out what it is that you're doing, how to get in touch with you, you know, really find out, you know, in a bit more detail uh, what you guys can offer, how do people get in touch? Yeah, so um, LinkedIn is my favourite. So uh, Neil Mortimer at, um, at Future Live Today. Uh, or you can get me on my email. That's neil at futurelivetoday.com. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, it, it sounds like a really exciting um, uh, prospect. You know, we've and I've had dealings with loads of agencies and I've met loads of people from agencies over the last few years working in this industry. Um, but as tech has evolved and just being able to look at Event Tech Live and the first ever event technology awards that were, that were run you know several years ago now um looking at how it's gone from what arguably was a really sort of fledgling niche industry of a handful of people to, to what it is today and people really understanding that it's such an important part of live events to now have agencies like your own who are dealing specifically in that subject matter and helping and advising clients on best practice and how they can go about delivering the best possible return and and, and looking at how the tech is going to shape their own events i think is um is a good thing so i, I guess on behalf of everybody good luck with the good luck with it and we wish you well yeah i'm just on that point i i, I don't i don't i don't think it's 
just this remit, right? I don't think it's just event technologies, like a remit of events. I think this is the new events. This is the way that events are going to evolve. This is, this is one in the same thing. Event technology and events is, this is how to do events. This is, this is the new era of events. And so I don't see it as like event technology is a portion of, the, of an event. It is the event. And you have to think about the technology in ecosystem at the point of conception with the creative, with the, with the experience, design, everything at once. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the kind of way that, the way that, we, that, we, that we massively do it. So I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. And you know, I'd love to check in later on down the line. Um, and yeah, if anyone's coming to, well, when it comes to event tech, I'm sure you'll come in, come and, come and have a conversation. I'll be there for two days and I'm on stage speaking on, on Thursday morning. Yeah. And if you hop onto the Event Tech Live website, um, go to the sessions tab. You'll be able to look at all the sessions that are on during Event Tech Live. Um, you can search by speaker, by stage. So if you search for Neil's details on the Event Tech Live website, you'll be able to find out exactly when and where his session is. Um, uh, go along and, uh, and check that out. Um, uh, and that brings us nicely to the end of today's episode. Our thanks to Neil Mortimer, founder of Future Live. Um, we'll see you uh, very, very soon. I think it, probably when this goes out, probably next week, Neil, we'll, we'll be seeing each other at Event Tech Live itself. Um, if you're watching today's podcast via eventindustrynews.com, have a little click around and look at some of the special features, supplements, all the latest news that's coming out on eventindustrynews.com. Obviously, the flip side to that is you can go over to your favorite podcast download platform and listen to audio versions of all of our podcasts on your commute to and from work or when you're out and about doing your stuff um brings us nicely to the end neil thanks again good luck with everything hope to Thank see you again in the future thanks to everybody tuning into today's podcast my name is james luck on, good luck on site james yeah absolutely yes well no luck needed just just <laughs> planning just planning and some of the class leading event technology to help us along the way absolutely thanks very much for listening guys we'll see you soon mm -hmm.